The Hutton Biden scandal is brewing and big tech is not happy. Hurley wants the Secretary of State job again. Did she orchestrate the Russian Trump story? Dueling town halls and Biden didn't help himself any with certain comments. The occult left and cosmic right, what it really means. Bell Burr's pipe bomb moment and two orbital planes in our solar system. All this and more on Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Hello folks, welcome to Beyond This Earth. Welcome to the weekend. I know we're doing this recording right before the weekend, but we got a lot of things to talk about in this 30 minute segment because thank goodness I'm not on Twitter that much anymore and just watching the outskirts of Twitter and what they are doing. This heart and body scandal got really bad, really fast. Revolver pretty much did all the damage as he's trying to outthrow the Drudge Report. And it's outdrawing them in many ways I never thought possible, using the power of the same big tech against them. Have to give props for that. But basically, Let's go for what we know so far concerning Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden scandal comes from the comes from a story from the New York Times. I mean, not the New York Times, the New York Post. And the Post put it out like this: There was a computer that was pretty much gotten rid of, and a mostly blind man well, legally blind man, figured out that it was Mr. Biden. He wanted a computer to gotten rid of. And then as they tried to check the computer and all his contents, they saw a whole bunch of emails. The whole bunch of emails showed that Hunter Biden was making deals and doing little DM stories and talking about all these other things was interested in the Odessa way of life. Odessa, Ukraine way of life, if I want to repeat that. And that he was connected with dealings in China through Ukraine and so on. This is bad news. But what has made it worse is that we see Hunter Biden with a crack pipe sleeping right next to the crack pipe. Of course... Once the New York Post posted the story and tried to put it on Facebook and Instagram and the Twitters, everybody has decided it is time to censor. It's too close to the election. What does this have to do with everything else? Big news, as they said. Even Donald Trump got censored. As he is talking, what he is in the middle of a election, and they said fake news all the time. It's become apparent that uh, big tech may be carrying the water for good old Joe and the hoe. But that carrying water isn't going to last too long. It seems to me there is smoke where the, this fire is. And it shows that 
Hunter Biden has some real tough emotional issues after both his brother passed away from cancer and a whole lot of things that people don't recognize is that once um, the brother passed away, Hunter went into a tizzy. Um, pretty much that he was considered the bad boy of the family. There's always the black sheep of every family. And the black sheep has been redeemed every, every time with the wayward son. And the wayward son has been used as a way to excuse certain behaviors. And sometimes those certain behaviors, have, those warning signs are not heeded a lot of times. But in our society today, nobody has or nobody wants to use the warning signs. They just want to keep acting like, is this okay? Can I do this? Like they being led by their mothers. And it, it it's absolutely uncalled for. They even reached to the point where a lot of people's accounts got suspended. And on top of that, Twitter just re recently got issues with their accounts with their whole website concerning accounts. Some people said it was related to it, but this is the continuation of problems with the left wing, big tech, and the right wing. And remember, they were supposed to have a hearing concerning all of this within the next couple of weeks. And with these recent things that recently came to the fore, there is going to be some very hard questions they're going to ask. There was an interesting speech done by Jorge Mazaval with people who were supporting Trump um, before the town hall meeting, the two town hall meetings that both Trump and Biden had, and it was a pretty interesting and rousing speech, a pretty simple speech, but... Arousing speech, nevertheless, let's put it in very simple terms. Mazaval is with Trump, and he convinced a lot of people, a lot of people, that uh, Trump should be the person that should win another four years in the White House. Go look at it if you want to say it, but I'll put it simply. You can't be against Mazaval. Mazaval, uh, in one of the rare moments in sport, showcases what a man looks like. And the unfortunate truth is a lot of people may not agree with it, but this is where he comes from. He's not a bullshitter. He is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. And he don't take shit from nobody. So when you see that there, every time I did what a man looked like, I said George Mazaval or Eddie Guerrero or all those others. So it is what it is. That's the fundamental problem with it then. A lot of people don't want to hear that. They just don't. And it's unfortunate. It's truly, truly unfortunate. This all came at a time where there were dueling town halls and a lot of people were angry that the town halls were not separated by a day. Despite all of this, Trump was in the 
campus was in the Miami campus of Telemundo. Well, they have a Miami campus, um, Telemundo, Comcast, and all of them. So you have three campuses right now. Actually, they have four campuses. Well, they call them campuses because this is what Brian Roberts wants to do with their headquarters there. They have a headquartering campus in Philadelphia, which is where the local stations, the two local stations, and several other technological standpoints, as it were, are located in this area. Parts of it is partly a hotel, but the lower half is their news station, news operation, and so on. Then they built a whole, then they built a Miami campus. The Miami campus is where the main location of both the Telemundo station there, the main Telemundo network, and their and the television station for Miami is also located in that area. They have one in Boston and in Connecticut. Well, they now have it in Hartford, Connecticut at the old Clairol building. The old Clairol building has uh, this local station to which they recently bought the news station, the superstation news station that they own, which is NECN which is also the sports station that they also own from that particular place, which handles that particular entities for their sports stations, as it were, which is still owned by them. And they have other particular things as well. And now they have one in Washington, which is their Washington campus, where a new studio for their Washington studio set and their local station. Well, they don't have a local station primarily, but they have that one for the meet the press and all the rest of these things as well. So they were in the Miami campus and Donald Trump was there and a lot of people did not like Savanta Gunkrey's um, line of questioning. Uh, the big hit, surprisingly enough, was a nodding woman. And so this nodding woman became a hit. And they hit to say, yes, sir, yes, this, that, and the other thing, and whatnot as well. So outside of that, in the other particular things, uh, there was a statement that Biden made concerning uh, transition concerning for young children. And you know the, what this host is. I told you about this. This is not a game. Right now, what Biden wants is pretty much, <sighs> it's tough to deal with how liberals can be so inane, unfortunately. This is like, look, you're supposed to answer the day, I'm not with it yet, and all the rest of these things and whatnot. This is not my personal opinion, but this, 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 and this. But Biden put himself in a really tough spot with a lot of people because a lot of people are not interested in the whole thing with um, trans, with the LBGT and those who are children and those trying to transition. And then, and then 
We have Revolver News and a lot of other conservative platforms. Well, Revolver News isn't really a conservative platform. It's a fair platform, as they say. But a lot of other conservative platforms, Mark Dice and others, are completely aghast at what Biden said about these particular issues. I have said this before. I will say it again. It has never changed. It does not matter when you're 18 years or older. I don't care. But when it is a child who has not reached the age and you are considered a child, in my opinion, until one, you have some sort of diploma, barring that, some sort of uh, GED. Two, you've reached the age of 18. And all the right, you have those two prerequisites. I understand you didn't get that, did it, but at least the law says you're 18, this, that, any other thing. You're an adult. It's that simple. Put this thing on a particular child anywhere before this. It's very difficult to say it's not child abuse. I feel as though as that. There can there is experimentation that's been done that be does that children do normally in life, but it shouldn't be turned into some sort of political statement and political entities, as it were. I believe that this whole thing with they has been sexualized, and I am deeply concerned about that. Very deeply concerned. And it is, and a lot of conservatives have put it correctly, that it's the parents that are doing this. It's much hunching by proxy. They feel as though their children, because they're married to certain to certain men, they didn't want to be married. So they're trying to fix their child, both in heterosexual ways and in homosexual ways and in LGBT ways into making the child fit better to what society wants from them. And they do it in all three different forms. And it's very destructive. Instead of accepting certain things as they are and changing them when you are allowed to legally to change them. The parents, unfortunately, are putting their own issues upon the child. There is a thing that we said we have to have fathers in the homes. We have to have um, male authority in the homes and all these things. And partly the reason we have to have it and I have to have an understanding about it is to understand that these things happen. These things are taking place. And for a lot of men, they got to put their foot down on these particular issues because you do not want to see your child get into situations he cannot handle, especially with this. Because the Nats concept, a lot of conservatives are saying is Nats is the Pred game. And we already saw, saw with cuties that the Pred game is the next acceptable form of um, particular dark acts that they want to promote. And it is a damn shame that Biden had to say such things at this particular point. 
and say it's a completely civil rights issue when civil rights is not even in the docket for anybody at this particular time, despite the things of Black Lives Matter and whatnot. It is not in the cards. So outside of that, the question of white supremacy came up with both Barrett and Trump. And again, Trump said that he is not a white supremacist. And Barrett repeated that statement to Cory Booker during her um, confirmation hearing couple uh, on, on, on Thursday. And again, I've said it again. And let me make this even more clear. You will not have, or there cannot be, such a thing as these white separatist groups or what they consider or what the left now considers white supremacy because all of it is based on concepts, you see, that has no assertion to what is going on in real life. None. It is a concept built up by these pseudogosia academe that have no connection to real academica and real knowledge about our societies and social science and cross-cultural sciences that they have left on the floor to rot and to rot and have weeds grow around them. Those that is not the basis. They are basing it on a narrative that doesn't exist. And they are causing a lot of problems and trying to pin a lot of the things of uh, what they consider white supremacy on those who are extremely conservative and do not agree with what these particular things concerning um, family raising, family planning, and all the rest of it to the, to the liberals. Basically, what the liberals do is change the goalposts every single time. They move the goalposts every single time when they get somewhere, when they try to get somewhere with progressivism. It's not going to fly. And they're going to complain about all these other things and use African-American men, such as Diddy, such as Ice Cube, such as Michael Reardon, you know him as Killer Mike. They use them as toys. That's what liberals do. Conservatives somewhat do it in a worse way, but in the way, but in a misguided but worse way. The liberals do it in such a fashion that it is detrimental to the black community. And it is very, and it's very pernicious. So you can't have it. Because if you look through history, who taught them how to bring slaves? Who taught the white man how to bring slaves? Be honest. Stop playing yourselves. There will be no such concept of what we what is considered or what the left considers white supremacy. There is no such concept because all of it is based on a lie. All of it is based on a lie that the left has tried to perpetrate. White supremacy could never exist if someone is using African-American labor, slave labor, in order to promote, to make themselves rich. What you have is slavery. What you have is the degradation of another human being. That is the truth. 
That's the truth. And it wasn't just them. It wasn't just white men. But a lot of it, a lot of it were white people. A lot of it were. But the white supremacy people need to really recognize is the one that has to deal with communism. Because the unfortunate truth, especially when it comes to Africa and the African diaspora and the things that happen in the African diaspora when it comes to leftism, communism in Africa, is that de-left, communism, Marxism, the whole nine yards, did such a number in Africa. And it is because they missed, they used communism and connected to aspects of how African societies, mostly matriarchal societies, were run. And this has led into the, the fights that we have all throughout Africa and the separated movements that happened all throughout Africa in the 80s and the, in the, 80, the 70s, the 80s. Because communism came in, leftism came in, there's books about it written by this um, author, Jenny Powell, if I got his name correctly, that explains this whole thing of how the left used um, communism and colonialism in order to perpetuate itself, in order for progressivism to perpetuate itself. And that is a very dark reason why. And it explains a lot of things today. So the white supremacy that I believe still exists and a lot of leftists don't want to reconcile the fact of this is that even despite the fact a lot of communists had helped a lot of people in African-American day, they sent lawyers and all these other things and whole, and what and what have you. When it came to these incidences, when the communists did the things they did, and a lot of those that were connected to them or were helped by them looked the other way, it ultimately led into the destruction of the diaspora all over Africa in certain ways and also led into, unfortunately, the promise of the civil rights movement as it moved in the late 70s and early 80s. That's just some of the things you need to hear because there can't be none. There were, are there racist? Yes. Are there white supremacists in a small amount? Yes. I'm talking about the real ones, not the ones that they made up, not the ones the leftists made up. They're real ones. Let's admit that. But... Their calls for white supremacy and all the rest of it to end white supremacy is to end the nuclear home and the, and, the, and the rest of it. But the black man, but the black family needs the leadership of the black male. So how the fuck are you going to tell me that shit? You're bullshitting. You're full of shit if you're playing that game. And you call that white supremacy. But we can go through the whole list of why we need black men in the home, even if he is not as strong as you think he is. But you won't have that answer and you won't have that discussion. It's it's a joke. Speaking of which, is a new crash incoming? Go to the link 
because it looks like if Biden wins the election, that he is going to get his uh, uh, Wall Street buddies and we're going to do the song and dance and we're going to do the whole particular jive concerning housing. And now they renegotiate all the housing, all the people that were doing the black squares and the Black Lives Matter thing and whatnot, all going to go to Biden and said, let us renew ourselves in the American house, in the American home. That's what they're doing in um, California. They might overturn that 1978 law very soon. And then the houses will depreciate so fucking fast. That's what is going. They're going to start making those moves. Same thing in the, uh, in um same thing in Pennsylvania. With a lot of these empty homes, they're gonna depreciate your houses. And once they depreciate the houses, they say, "Oh, you got a home this that, and the other thing." That to match how much people can actually make. This is gonna hurt the dollar, and it is gonna cause some ginormous problems. Then another banking crisis takes place on top of the, all the other crises take place. But you have to also remember, we said this, uh, uh, maybe first episode, first episode we came back or last season that the Fed has been the Tender of note for a lot of these companies. So something you need to think about. They have been the tender for a lot of these companies. The, the lender of last resort for a lot of these companies. Some of them are international, especially Toyota. Um, AT&T is one of them. They, have, they, they set up a loan. They take the loan. And then you see what's happening with AT&T and Warner Brothers. They're hiring all these women who don't have no talent in, that, in the industry. It's becoming, it's becoming a disaster. No talent. It is a, it's going to be a con job and a con game that is happening. Look at that other link that has to deal with Trump of the day. It's an exclusive to Revolver News. You need to look at that. That is a crazy story that they're planning, but it is similar. And they don't excuse Bush because they said Bush also caused some of those problems too. Speaking of California, there are questions that Bill Maher and talk, was talking to Adam Schiff about California and he gave no answers. Gave no answers, but he also did say something about the Electoral College and about the um, the courts and the Supreme Court, did we need to do away with the Electoral College? We need to do away with it. We reached the point of changing the point then. We need to do all the way of this. We need to get uh, uh, fill the courts with 11 judges, 12 judges, so we have more liberals in the courts and get Mary Garland in there. We need to get digital motherfuckers in. I, I don't know what we did. We need to be more economic and all the rest of these things. You know what we see? We need to put it there. They're all leaving California, folks. They're all leaving California. They're all leaving California. It is a crazy thing. 
I don't want to forget these two things before we move on. <laughs> Hilly has wrote, wrote down a 5,000 word essay, pretty much telling Biden, I want to be Secretary of State once again. And then Revolver again, I keep going back to this website, has put out, or at least have a link to, that the Russian aggression hoax, as it were, was being started and made up by Clinton herself as they were looking to the emails. Everybody is wondering, concerning with all the information that Heritage and all the rest of them have come out and said, why is nobody going to jail concerning any of these issues? That's a fantastic question people need to ask themselves. Fantastic question, but nobody's giving us any answers. Concerning gaming and the PSYOP, the PSYOP is still continuing. They're still doing bullshit. You have Sony saying that if somebody reports you, we're going to investigate it, and then we could erase your account. Erase your account. And then we have all these things with the ADL and all the rest of it. But remember, EA was trying to sell guns, and now they're trying to sell social justice to you. Actual guns from the military or military-style weapons. So everybody's playing this dangerous PSYOP game with this gaming industry, and it is showing up in the way they're handling gaming as a whole and where the hits are coming from and where the hits are not coming from. And lastly, we're going to talk about Kyle um, Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse, he is not going to be charged in Illinois. This is separate from the Wisconsin case because he acquired it in Wisconsin. And so he is not subject to the laws of Illinois. Now, a lot of people have gotten mad about this because he is originally from Illinois. He goes to work in Wisconsin and so on and was trying to save the store there and whatnot. But it's like I said before, a 17-year-old Boy, if you're going to have these laws about kids having guns, he is underage, he had a huge weapon, you arrest a lot of young black kids for so much less ammunition and ammunition guns, but you don't have the same rules for this. Even though, let's be fair, he was defending himself against those that were trying to kill him. They even show a picture of the young of the old man of the older man with the gun. He shot with the uh, two of them, and he gave himself up. Okay, but at seventeen year old, according to the laws that being passed, especially in Milwaukee, especially in Green Bay and Kenosha. He's not allowed to have these weapons on his hand. You do the same, you put the same exact judgment on him that you do for others. Just to be fair, 
But this is just my opinion. That does not necessarily say he's guilty or innocent. That's for the courts to decide. But if we look at jurisprudence through all the other places, 17-year-old with that type of gun in that type of area, his life is over. Let's be clear. I'm just saying. But you got to understand where we're headed with all these laws and whatnot. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth, the occult left and the magical, well, the occult left and the cosmic right. The arguments a family member talked about justice and will. Bill Burr in his pipe ball moment. It is around this quote that I found interesting. I can't have nonsense around women and I need to have peace. Something for all of y'all to think about. We'll be back right after this on episode four, season two of Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. two fascinating articles that I'll put down for episode four that's called the occult left and the magical right please give them a read I don't want to go too much into it because you know I usually take a while to do these particular shows but they're interesting reads nevertheless And I have to talk mostly about the discussion that I had with a family member concerning law, justice, and will that is related to this particular um, thing for the case for Barrett, as it were. I feel as though that Barrett is an extremely intelligent and an interesting judge. But I feel as though the way things are handled with a lot of the conservative aspects of how people see conservatism or if there isn't even a concept of conservatism and all the rest of these things, I feel as though that they got things in the wrong type of way, in the wrong type of um seeing things as it were. I think that um, we need a better understanding about how we handle traditional values as it as it were because they don't necessarily change and laws cannot continue to acerbate or infringe on the main focus of the law. I think that sometimes laws can be used to reinterpret. Reinterpret is not a good phrase, but to better explain 
aspects of the Constitution. A lot of people believe that me as a conservative, well, I could say was Burkean, but a little bit more extreme, but in the sense that in the social order sense of the thing, but not in the way like, um, how should I say this? What a man owns is what a man owns. Period. That's my. That's one of the extreme opinions. Tradition needs to be tradition. Period. I agree with that aspect. I don't agree with the aspect of monarchy, constitutional. Otherwise, I don't believe in it. I know we technically a monarchy. Blah 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 blah. You're gonna smack it. Whatever. I believe that um, what my my family member was trying to explain that laws need to evolve to fit the times, but the issue is that what Burke was trying to say, Edmund Burke was trying to say, is that human emotions never change. We cry, we get sad, we do all these other things. We fall in love, we do, then we fall out of love, we fall in this, that, the other thing, and whatnot, but. Human existence is a is a dirty, nasty business. And one of the things that I tried to say there, but he didn't want to say, is that the emotions that one is using is a feminized emotion, but not the masculinized emotion of this is the action, I'm taking the action. It's going to take 20, 30 years for me to change this action. Or it's going to take decades to turn this action. Or it's going to take centuries to turn the action around. And one of the reasons why people need to understand why we are in the positions that we're in. And why everybody's so scared about Barrett is that. This is the point and the moment where. In many ways, we confront human existence as we have known it for the last several decades. We confront it. And one of the confrontations people are going to have to ask themselves, especially, is that who is the person I'm sleeping next to when it, it when it comes to heterosexual relationships? Who is the person that I am sleeping next to? Is this person have my best interest at heart? Is this thing even worth it? Is it all conditional? Is it all transactional? Is it a, 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 a aspirational or consent, this, that, any, what have you? And what Barrett is showing and showcasing and for all the questioning that is going on is that the reliance of certain ideals of life that a lot of people have been given 
can fall away so quickly with the right timing, the right time, and the right people. That is why I feel as though there has to be things that are timeless that people can go towards that will stand the test of time. So when everything else that even that lasted several decades ultimately failed, there is not only a psychological safety net, but a mental and ultimately spiritual safety net where people can go to. The unfortunate thing is that once I feel as though Trump might win this election, Trump might win it. What I ultimately feel is though, that if Trump wins the election and, um, and the liberals start going crazy and saying that this country, they this, that, and they, we're going to fight, we're going to split everything up, all the rest of these things. And they really take it, dude, and they really take it that seriously. They're going to start using Islam. They're going to start using some aspects of Judaism. They're going to, they've already used parts of Christianity. They're going to use Buddhism to try and figure out what type of things they want to do to do extreme to do extreme things, even to the point of terrorism, unfortunately. They're going to do all those extreme things up until that particular point, and they're going to figure out a way how to get back at their enemies using these particular concepts. So that's why I said that it's going to get very violent in this country. Not so much a civil war per se, but a lot of street battles, a lot of gun battles, a lot of long range um, skirmishes to the point where all of it will shut down sometime in a couple of years after that when people start realizing that y'all been playing too much, it's going to get shut down and you're going to have the security state that they're going to build. That's why I'm afraid not so much at the not so much that Trump will win, but the aftermath of what happens to Trump, what happens to the liberals, what happens to those in the resistance as they lose and they try to cover themselves up, what type of industries, entertainment industries, all the rest of it are going to exist within that particular time period. And if time is not taken and one is not careful in developing fail-safes into making sure that disaster does not strike in these industries, and that's my main concern. My main concern is the health and safety of my friends who may be liberals, sure, and, and, and they're going to start going crazy. That's my one of my concerns, especially those family members that I was just talking about. But it reaches to a point where I don't want to see them go into this particular mode where they start acting crazy. They don't have no hope in all the rest of these things and that they have given up on life. One of the reasons I have to move out and I don't want to make this too long is because one of the reasons why is because do you want to raise your child in front of a round of a lot of crazy people that gone crazy over politics? 
and have put their life and their sister based on politics. If you do that, your child's going to end up crazy. Your child's going to end up messed up. And that is going to be a disaster. What my fear is, and what a lot of the African American, um, and a lot of the African Americans that were a part of Black Lives Matter, supported Black Lives Matter, doing all these particular things, they're going to end up in certain places mentally and physically if they don't win this, if they don't get Trump out of office. And one of the reasons why I said you need to understand that a lot of your friends are not going to be your friends no longer is because they're going to make her horrible decisions. They're more going to make horrible decisions. That's ultimately going to destroy you and everyone around you because they're going to take you with them. And our mental health resources have gone out of out of line and it are completely bonkers now because they're led by the same people. Or the same kind type of people. And it's not going to be pretty to see. So one day way we're going to have to figure one of this out is that people are going to have to retrain their wills. Now, I mean, not written wills like death and all the rest of these things, but will in the sense of what is taking away our will to do the things that we want to do to be successful and things that are causing us to not see things as they are and accepting a lot of the lies that we accept and why did we buy these lies and why we were sold the lies. It's like I said last week, a plumber knows what's wrong. An engine and an electricity knows what's wrong, but a lot of people are not taught to find to help the plumber or the electrician find out what's wrong. And that is the problem with Academica today. Speaking of which, we have a moment from Bill Burr. Bill Burr was on the Saturday Night Live show and had a monologue and went after a lot of people in the left especially a lot of white women. And he said the truth. And this was the moment where a lot of people began to understand what happened to Black Lives Matter. A lot of people started to get the answer, but they're still going to go towards the same type of traps and disasters that ultimately ended the other civil rights movement, the true one, the one that did change America and understand the mistakes that America did made. But we're they're going to end up the same way. And it is because it's all about white women and all the rest of these things, and he doesn't care, but he told, told the truth. I'm going to add one thing to it, though. The thing that I need to add to it is because a lot of black women are following the lead of white women. And one of the things that white women are doing is trying to recreate African and African diaspora culture, or how do I say this African American female culture and try to integrate it into 
their own lifestyles so they can be with the girls and make it into some sort of worldwide culture. But a lot of it is based on black women's pain and how they express themselves in it. You saw with cuties, especially with the black Senegal um, director, and you see it with WAP, with Cardi B and Megan Stallion. You saw with a whole lot of other particular things, such as the Calvin Klein commercial. I mean, Calvin Klein ads that are out there with the fat women, fat female there. And you saw it with Lizzo with his, uh, with the recent songs and her, all the rest of these things and her antics before the COVID-19 thing took place. They don't respect beauty no longer. They don't respect beauty no longer. They don't respect themselves no longer. And I'm talking about white women in particular. And they have become jealous and they use African-Americans and they use Korean females now as the go-between and the go-behind, as it were, for all their insecurities. And Bill Burr pretty much stated this fact. And a lot of it is that the truth has become a curse word. The truth has become a curse word. And there was a statement that Corey Holcomb, who is another comedian, stated about Bill Burr, and he was talking about all these things surrounding it. He had a neighbor who is Israeli. Well, they say he's Israeli. And he said he used to be a biker. That's the Israeli biker, as it were. And he was a neighbor to Mr. Holcomb, and he was very nice to him. And so this young, this older man said that he used to go and do biking, and he used to be with some of the best-looking women he has seen in his life. They could never compare. They could never compete with the new women now who are on the OnlyFans and doing all this otaku bullshit all over the country, in the, in the United States in particular, are doing all over the country with the, with their OnlyFans and whatnot. They couldn't compare to the women they did in the past, in the past when he was doing all this biking and whatnot and the flavors and the taste. And he stated that as he got older, he wanted peace. He knows that he's alone. He knows he can deal with being alone, but at the end of the day, he just wanted peace because he began to realize that he can't deal with the nonsense around women as long as, as things started to get on that particular path. And a lot of men who are alpha males, like we're just using it as an example, can't deal with the bullshit with, with a lot of women. That's why at a certain point in time that, yeah, there are loves that we do have. There's not just the one. But it's like Bruce Lee has been saying, and I've been saying as well, we have to find a person, especially young men, especially a lot of black men, who disappoint a, a woman that disappoints us less. And if you can find a woman that disappoints us a lot less, that is at least attractive, that at least works out in all the rest of these things, education doesn't necessarily matter, all the rest of it, but it kind of helps if she does have some sort of a, 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 a mind of her own. It does help a little bit. 
that she knows how to cook, to clean, and do anything for a man. Not her boss, like a lot of African Americans do, American females do, and a lot of white women too. That's why they're all over corporate America now. Corporate America is not going to survive past 2022. It's not going to survive that long. And how who's able to raise kids? The unfortunate truth is, is that it's becoming apparent that they can't. It's becoming apparent that they can't do it. A lot of women don't have the skills. And a lot of women... Bless their hearts. There are a lot of them who are single. They, they did the best they could with being a single parent. But ultimately, it doesn't always work out. Even there's studies that come out. Even if the man is not as attentive, as long as it is a two-parent household, male and female, the child will not go and do the things that are considered destructive to society. So I don't understand why we leave men at a lurch. I don't understand. And you know why it's simple. They don't emote like females. They don't emote like females. They don't have the, they, they're, they're not, they're, they're told to emote like females. They're told to they have the emotion, the emotions of a females are the correct emotions to have in any sort of discussion, even between men. That the constant questioning like a woman is going to continue to is going to get them anywhere. They don't even know how to have confidence in themselves and all the rest of these things. And it's off putting to woman. And another thing that we put them as goddesses and God as goddesses, especially in the African American community. And it is killing us in ways that you are not able to predict. And this is how white women, especially when Bill Barr was saying this, is using these movements to get into a better, even greater position than they were already were in the past. And it's sad to see, but it's important for him. It's important for all of us to listen to that particular statement. Even though some of the things I disagree with, there are a lot of things to be said correctly concerning how certain women, certain liberal women, a lot of white women, especially Tony Lauren recently, and a lot of conservative women, how to use the black community, especially the liberals and some conservatives and how they turn it around and make it into some sort of game for everybody else involved. And they only ones, the majority of them on in Black Lives Matter, you only see white faces there. There's a problem that you're not seeing. I already told you about the problem two weeks ago on episode two. And now, and now the problem is now seeing itself. And Bill Burr pretty much stated the truth that a lot of people don't want to handle and don't want to see. And they want to cancel him for it. It's a shame. But it is important. And he will become a legend in his own time nearer to Bill Hicks. As his as time passes, we will continue with. They don't like you. They want you dead, and they think it's funny. But we'll find out what this statement truly means right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
shall return you to beyond this earth. One of the statements, actually, I want to say alternative right, a statement that has been stated. It's actually a longer statement, but I paraphrase the statement. They don't like you. They want you dead and they think it's funny. It's pretty much the statement that the creator of Millionaire Dollar Extreme made a while back. The statement makes sense in a certain way. You have to go back in history to understand these particular things. The media was always biased. I want y'all to realize that deeply. It may have a centrist, center, centrist and a center left bias, but a bias nevertheless. Sometimes rarely, especially with maybe Osgood in the past, maybe Reasoner at one time, Maybe Tom Saravai, but he was always leftist. Come on now, please. When they did their commentaries and all the rest of these things, you were stunned. If you look at the past and you look at the commentaries that they used to do, Osgood, Kuralt, Severide, Reasoner, when he came back to the CBS News, you usually see them in the morning side of the dang and all the rest of them back in the day you realize that the media showcased this bias go look at the other ones that they did in the in the local stations back in the past just any local stations they did back in the past and they always had this commentary they set it up the same way as a newspaper did folks let's put it in very simple terms the media and the people that run the media don't respect its audience. And ultimately, that leads into the fact that they don't respect the American people and they don't respect your intelligence. And one of that aspect that has led into that is the way they other people treat people on Instagram, on Twitter, and all the rest of it. And you see it what, uh, in, exposed today. Uh, a corrupt, a severide... Um, especially Osgood would have these commentaries. And if you, you can look them up on, on, on YouTube. They pretty much stated that did not give either or agreement or non-agreement on these particular entities. It's sad to see that we have reached a day now. All the commentaries are done on the sly, done in a way that is disenchanting and ultimately pernicious against the audience. Instead of giving a different opinion about certain things that they may not even agree with. But we are now seeing it shown on the podcasting and radio bit side where everybody got this differing opinions and whatnot. And some of it need to be said. And a lot of it doesn't even make sense, especially on the leftist side. I keep saying these things because you know why? It's not, the leftist side does not have an argument. And the argument is based on things. If you read those two articles I just read earlier, but based on things dealing with biology, um, sexual dynamics, and all the whole rest of those things. And the fact of the matter is, is that the American people, the American elite, the world elite, especially with the WHO and their changing metrics concerning the coronavirus and lockdowns, as it were, 
do not respect the people that they are supposedly supposed to help. The elites think of us as troglodytes and the troglodytation of our society the elites want to put us in towards is pretty much part and parcel in the reasons why all of their plans have failed. They are basically, according to the health department in Germany, is saying that they basically should be tried for murder at the Hague, pretty much for what they have done with the lockdowns and the economy and a whole lot of it. And in some ways I have to tend to agree. The elites in our country are following the rest of the elites in the world in doing the things that are, that are not advantageous in taking care of this virus. There needs to be, they are putting the wrong money in the things that are gone wrong. And they are wasting money on the things that will not get rid of this virus faster. They know what to do, they refuse to do it. And what they're doing is, unfortunately, especially with the election, with the way the left sees itself and all the rest of these things, and the way that the left runs the, uh, the media, academica, and all the rest of it, they have decided that they will, we have to do whatever they say, we have to accept whatever narrative we have to accept, and if we don't accept it, we are considered all these types of things. Even Fox News outside of maybe Hannity, but de most definitely Tucker Carlson, do not do these particular things. It, it's become apparent that the media doesn't accept that it has that type of bias. If it accepts that it does have this type of bias and accepts that, oh, we want this, that, and the other thing, a lot of things will clear its head up, but they're afraid they might lose their audience. There are certain studies saying they're getting a different audience that they wanted, but it's not making the money that they thought they expected they will make. So there are a lot of things that people need to recognize and see that America's elite and those that follow the elite and those that are protected by the elite in one sense don't like the people in the flyover states and those that want to work hard and those that want to take care of their lives and try to be individuals. And those following the elite are only trying to make fun of those that want to be individuals and trying to prevent people from being individuals in order to make sure their goodies and the goody train continues to run. That's all I need to say about that subject. Coming up next, the solar system may have two orbital planes the end of the Soyuz rocket exchange between Russia and America. And you need to go watch the recent CGP Gray video concerning secession of the United States president. It's a fascinating video and you all need to go see it. We'll talk about that in the final segment of Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Finally, today's episode is over. We got a couple of things from space. First off, we just recently found out that our solar system has two planes. Well, let me explain by 
what we mean or what the scientist means by two planes. Our solar system has all the planets go around the sun's elliptical plane. Sometimes that elliptical plane is tilted. And so they go in one direction going counterclockwise. Okay? So the direction is usually straight. And so for many years in our high school textbooks dealing with astronomy and all the rest of it, our sun goes around these places, right? Okay, fair enough. That sort of thing. Scientists has recently discovered that there are permutations in the orbits in that elliptical plane. And the way our solar system is structured. They found out with comets and asteroids and other, well, asteroids that are not along the elliptical plane, but comets, asteroids, and other entities of that nature, that there is a secondary plane that goes around the sun. And now they're saying that is a major plane of rotation for the comets. And that means that we have two elliptical planes. They call it an empty plane, but as soon as they figured out the comets and other things, and possibly planet nine, quote unquote, planet X, quote unquote, planet 10, quote unquote, goes around this particular plane. They're not sure if there is a planet nine, but they are certain that these satellites, AKA comics, asteroids, and other particular entities of note, celestial entities of note, go around this plane. So now they have to redo the textbooks in the next five years and showcase the two differing planes of both the planetary elliptical planes, such as the Earth, Jupiter, Pluto, which is no longer a planet, quote unquote, no longer a planet, quote unquote, no longer a planet, still mad. And the cometary, comet-based and asteroid-based secondary empty, no longer empty, plane of the solar system as well. They also realized that this thing is affected by the gravitational galaxy wave of the Milky Way galaxy coming from the center of the galaxy. And guess what, folks? The center of the Milky Way galaxy is believed to have at least one supermassive black hole or at least possibly many smaller black holes as well. In other space news, we'll be no longer be using Russian rockets to get us to um, the space station. Um, we were finally, as Soyuz rockets will be retired. We'll be using SpaceX rockets from Elon Musk and also we'll be using the Artemis platform, well, actually the Orion Artemis platform to get us back into the moon. 
but I do not believe we were using that same platform to get us to Mars. It looks like we might be using the spaceship platform to get us to Mars, but it will be called something else, the Ares rocket systems and the Ares platform in that particular sense there. And it will be a humongous mission once we get there, hopefully within the next 10 years. Uh, starting now because we are already making a fast track to the moon by 2024 which is extremely aggressive but i say that it took us 10 years to get there and it, right now we're at four years the pandemic has delayed us for six months i say 2025 it will when they want to make it into january uh, uh, Ju july 20th 2025 somewhat like the anniversary of the day that we went there 65 years so they pretty much want to put it well not really 65 years it will be closer to 69 69 years close to that that we will get back that we have returned to the moon <clears throat> and they hope that a woman will lead that particular mission to the moon and then we will set up uh, particulars there concerning a new uh, lunar space station uh, that will lead into a lunar colony that will set a stage for us to get to Mars within the next 10 years. Possibly that the 2024 mission will lead into the first um, 2026 missions to build the space station and at the same time that's the lunar space station and at the same time we use all that technology as a stepping stone that within those five years between 2025 and 2028 we start going to mars and then it will be either aries one two or three aries one and two will go around the moon i'm i mean Mars, and then Aries 3 will be the one that lands around 2030-2031. That's our, our hope, and the first Mars mission will be there. So technology will move faster in that sense when it concerning space than it does in the other rest of the technologies because there are going to be things that are going to happen with what we consider technology with the internet as it becomes more difficult to do that particular thing, but it might be more easier as more of them going to the um, private platforms, private space platforms, and in the public-private partnerships, the government-private private partnerships in order for us to get to the moon, build a moon base there, build us uh, a lunar space station up near the moon's orbit, and then all of that technology will place us into Mars. So we're working on those particular... So hopefully the space program is working towards those steps starting now. They have to make humongous steps in 2021, 2022, and then they will have to do transitional phases in 2023 hopefully 2024 2025 because they already know how to do it from the apollo program they will head into 
this particular thing with the Artemis setup. And Artemis sets up the lunar space um, station and then the lunar space colony. And then 2026 to 2030, it will be all about Mars. So we have spent, so we will spend 10 years getting to Mars, but we use that as a stepping stone platform. And then that all of those platforms combine into the platform that we get there by 2030, 2031. Uh, but some say it's 2034, that's a little too late. I say 2030 even, because if you get there by 2030, the technology we use for all of these things would have pushed humanity to 20 years forward in technology in the things that matter. And if you push that way in that particular thing, there is no telling where humanity will go past that point. It's pretty going to be pretty amazing, to be honest with you, when we get to that particular point. And there could be newer technologies that will get us there even faster, if it is possible. So I'm not saying that we will be using the same type of rocket technology there. We might shorten the trip to six months. To Mars and back in six months. If that six months did, that saves a hell of a lot of time for a live human being, for the human beings that will be there. Especially when they said that the rockets are going to be huge. The and there's going to be at least 10, 20 people there. At least in the first couple missions will be five and then seven. But the first uh, will be 10 people in that particular ship there. And Elon Musk says that his starship program will at least hold 25, 50 people at a time. So it is going to be a really fascinating time for this one as well. So everybody's building towards Mars. That is the goal that we need to reach, ultimately. So last thing we have to talk about today's episode and on today's show, you have got to watch the CPG Gray video about presidential secession. It is something that needs to be taken care of really quick, especially the one near the end of the video that says about acting presidents and actual presidents after the president passes away. It is scary. You don't know how bad it's going to get. They have to fix that issue pronto, but we don't know. With, with this Congress and how it was done, we don't know if they can be solved. But it's a fascinating video, and you need to all watch that because you never know with this country. It's done some silly stuff before. I love this country, but it's done some silly stuff before, and it will do silly stuff again just to prove a point. Just to prove a point that it can't, that it will happen, and it has happened before. I mean, come on, Woodrow Wilson was sick for about a year and a half, and it was ran by a woman, and then all these policies start getting passed. You, it, it, It's a crazy time. It's a real crazy time. So now here are the COVID-19 update concerning what is going on so far concerning this particular virus. Level cases are now at 39 million. 
251.85, 39 million, nearly 40 million. The majority of the cases are in the U.S. is now at 8 million. India is next with 7 million. Brazil with 5. Russia with 1 million. Argentina, less than 1 million. So does Colombia, Spain, and France. France has now gone back into a more of a lockdown again. Peru, Mexico haven't moved from their lockdowns yet. United Kingdom threatening to lock down, but now in specific places. Germany also being locked down. Philippines somewhat still in a lockdown as well. Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Israel still in a lockdown, but it's growing. Canada with those high numbers. Not so much in a lockdown, but in a uh, more of a stasis, as it were. But the borders are still somewhat closed due to that. Japan now at 92,044. And all the others there have continued in that day. Korea at 25,008. At that particular day, another, well, it has increased in both, but a little bit less in South Korea and a little bit more in Japan recently hasn't reached the 10,000 level yet, but they're working on more of the clusters as it were. And of course, a lot less in Africa, but the largest place being South Africa as well. India taking it bad. Uh, China still having numbers there. The Chinese numbers is at 90,925. Global depths are at a million. A million one. The majority of the deaths are in the United States now at 2,018,556 deaths. The majority of the deaths have been in New York State with Texas, California, New Jersey, Florida, Massachusetts, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Arizona, Louisiana, Ohio, Connecticut, Maryland, and North Carolina rounding out the list. In the global deaf side, it is Brazil, India, Mexico, the United Kingdom, Italy, Peru, France, Iran, Colombia, Argentina, Russia, South Africa, Chile, Ecuador, and Indonesia, with Belgium, Iraq, Canada, Germany, Turkey, Bolivia, Pakistan, Philippines, and Egypt rounding out the list. In the majority of the other cases, Japan still pretty low at 1,644 deaths. This is, in, this is not including the ones they had in that particular area. And with the other ones there, despite the high numbers, there are a lot of not so many deaths in Africa, thank goodness. Uh, but uh, South Korea also having a low amount of deaths for the high amount of number that have this particular dead, dangerous and deadly virus. Anyway, next week, we're going to be talking about China in its future. Uh, ZZN's reports concerning about that. He's uh, uh, someone that works in um, the public 
relations and deals with um public policy concerning China and where it's heading in the future about its prislings and all that. More scandals about our Hunter Biden. It's going to get worse. New reports have come out that he and China has been working together and it, it and and all these things are connected. So it's getting worse on that end. We're still going to be working on the Russianism thing. The whole COVID thing is getting worse. I'm going to give an update in just a minute about the COVID situation in just a minute. And we're going to talk about a whole lot more things as it becomes available this week. There may be some topics that I didn't get the chance to do way, way back that I might finally get to do now. Because it's very possible that the new book, Royal Tomasi, is going to come out in the next couple of weeks. So I'm trying to set up a day where we will actually start the long um, specials that we're planning to do for the next couple of weeks concerning that those, those four books. And um, my particular issues concerning that and how it comes out. And uh, hopefully that will be done within the next day. But if not then, then hopefully uh, October, I mean, not October's almost over anyway. But hopefully uh, episode six, seven, and eight, we don't know what we're planning for. But if it, but if things get, um, if things continue the way they are, I think it will be episode six, seven, and eight. We're going to do October uh it will be uh we'll still do october november um i am hopefully we're gonna get out of this by the 14th 14th will be possibly the day that we might go towards the specials depending on when the book comes out i want to hopefully see that the book is there if it is next year that the book has come out then i'm gonna do the way that we used to do it before we're gonna have, we're gonna go all the way to Thanksgiving. We're gonna take a break to three episodes in December, take a Christmas break all the way up to the 21st. When, if the book comes out before the 21st of next year, it's January, then we will start the specials on the 21st. And we won't do a new episode of Beyond This Earth, a new episode without the specials until those um, several episodes are over. If it's after that, we're going to do at least a couple episodes before we get to the specials. So we have to do the specials. There are five parts. Some of them might be shorter than others. Some of them are longer than others. But we're going to do the specials regardless, and we have to do them. So that's a part of the thing that I want to do because I want to turn the focus outside of these particular nonsense items that we always try to discuss. We talk to them and about that. I just want somewhat of a sort of a complete idea of where we're headed as men, as a society, who wants us, who don't want us, who want us gone, who wants to keep us around and that sort of thing. And these are some of the answers that a lot of people need to begin to recognize within themselves. So, next week we will have episode 5. We're already on episode 5 already. I can't believe it. So, thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. We will see you guys next week 
on beyond this earth. Beyond this earth is a Garo Gothic production. <laughs>